All right, welcome to episode number 39 of the Illini Basketball Podcast, second one of the week. Uh, throat killing me. I'd like to get this over with, so let's just uh, let's jump on right in. I'm not even going to really make a side comment like I usually do in the intros, other than this one. So uh, we'll just jump in. Minnesota, Illinois. Illinois takes care of business. They do what they're supposed to do against a Big Ten team that's far worse than them. Uh, I had them winning by 14. You had them winning by six. You yeah. had 86 80. I had 77 63. It was 92 65. So they scored more than you thought. Uh, and then Minnesota scored two more points than I thought. Uh, so overall, you know, good game. I think the last 33 minutes of the game were pretty much all Illinois. So it's a good game. Yeah, it was pretty boring uh, once, once it got into the second, late into the second half. Um, but, uh, Player of the game, obviously, uh, unless you're living under a rock and you didn't see it, uh, this was the Kofi Coburn show. Um, 33 points, a career high on 12 of 15 shooting, 13 rebounds, two blocks, um, 9 of 15 from the line. So I would like to see him clean that up, obviously. But um, if he's shooting over 50% from the line, I guess I'm going to be okay with it at this point. So, um I don't know what, what they did to his hands. Um, maybe they put some stick on him. Um, as my dad said, maybe he removed his boxing gloves that he had on for the Missouri game. I don't know. But uh, he, he looked really good under the hoop, around the hoop, back to the basket, which he hasn't looked good doing at all this year. Um, and like when Curbelo was getting inside, you could see that Kofi was expecting a pass um, where uh, before he wasn't. So they, they worked on something. Um, and there was even an entry pass that Curbelo had that got tipped, and Kofi still ended up finding it. So uh, the only thing that I'm going to hate on Kofi is this, is once he gets the ball inside, it's not coming back out. Um, Georgie did that a lot too. I mean, his freshman year when he was playing down low, I wish that he would just – he noticed that you got guys like Frazier and Miller and even Io that – can shoot the ball for you DeMonte all of them they can all shoot so he's gonna have to uh kick it out once in a while we uh did talk about that last night a little bit on the uh show that we were on um what's it called <laughs> the brew party I forgot so what, what we were on last night that was we uh his I think his name's Andy Moser um I, I believe right, but whatever that's I don't think that's right we're terrible. Uh, let me let me look him up on the Twitters. Sorry, um, we should have been more prepared. It's been a long day already. So, um, but yeah, the brew party. Uh, if you guys want to check them out, um, the, he he does a lot more than just Illinois basketball. This one was just Illinois basketball. Uh, he decided to have us on, which you know, just, obviously, I don't know who else you would have on if you were yeah, talking Illinois basketball. Exactly. Tonight, so. Um, definitely but, not Andy Katz for sure. <laughs> yeah, but he it's at the brew party uh on on Twitter and I know his name's Andy, but I don't have a last name. <laughs> I'll have to look him up more. But anyways, who was your player of the game? I bet well, it wasn't Kofi. I had to go with Kofi. Uh <laughs> as much as I'd like to differ, you know, to mix it up a little bit. I don't know. You can't go with them, you know, 33 and 13. Um, I will shout out Frazier and Io and Curbelo 
Uh, Frazier hit some shots, played good defense. Io played great defense. Curbelo pretty much did what he's been doing the entire year, which is making plays offensively and uh, getting yeah. the ball, double dribbling a lot and getting away with it for the most part. <laughs> um, his name is Andy Hopper. So I was close. You weren't even close. I mean, wow. <laughs> Andy Hopper. But yeah, thanks for having us on, Andy. I'm sure you're listening and you're like, wow, these guys are really unprofessional. But um, oh. let me. I don't uh, disagree. <laughs> let me go share this on Facebook real quick. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. It's, it's been a day. So, um, but anywho, uh, I thought Minnesota started off really good in this game. Um, I, I was kind of worried. <laughs> For a little bit, uh, they had a 16-8 lead five minutes into the game, and uh, and you know you were I was wondering where the defense was because that's what that's what Underwood does is play defense. But uh, uh, Miller started the game hitting a three in the corner, which is it's always good to have him going early. Um, the line I did not change their starting five, which you know we were we were hinting at maybe Curbelo. But been doing uh, that for like four games. In a yeah, row. we're we're trying. Um, I don't think it's gonna happen. Um, you don't. I don't think you you do that to Adam Miller, and you're definitely not gonna do that to Trey Frazier. So, um, but uh, Kofi, you know, got to the line. What I know, you said it last night. Illinois started this game from the free throw line like one for six. Yep. Um, I don't think Kofi made his first four. He was something. he was one for four, I think, and Georgie was over two. Yeah, I think. But, but yeah, you could tell that the the whole plan of this game was to get the ball inside to Kofi. Um, Illinois, you know, we've we've talked about it. They don't really run much of an offense, but it was even more so in this game. Um, it was just basically a uh, guy pops out, that guy gets the ball to Kofi. Kofi does whatever he wants to do down low. But it was nice to see him have a lot of touch down low because, you know, we talked about it a lot. Uh, you know, he throws the ball pretty hard off the backboard sometimes. Um, but uh, I, it, it seemed like, uh, for me, it, it seemed like the defense was struggling early. I know that you, you talked up uh, the defense was really good this game. But early on, um, you know, Miller and Frazier both – tried to switch to the same guy or so I don't know what was going on, but left car wide open for a three. Um, Georgie was very lackadaisical on D. Um, so, so starting off, they were not, they, I mean, they looked s slow, you know, but uh, I, th I felt like Curbelo came in and, you know, the offense started flowing a little bit better. The defense stepped up. Um, he did take a bad three, which I, I'm not a big, Hey, Curbelo, you need to shoot the ball, kind of like Felice, but uh, he did make a wonderful three uh, with the shot clock running out later in the game. Uh, I did look back; it looked like he double dribbled on it, but we're not going to talk about that. So, um, but but Curbelo is just doing things right. Uh, he had nine assists this game, which is kind of what we wanted from him to, to distribute the ball more. Uh, and it's easier to get assists when the big guy you're throwing it to actually catches it. So, um, uh, Illinois uh, went on a little 14-0 run uh, where Kofi had like six straight and uh, ended up being like a 20-3 to run after they were down by eight. So, uh, it, the game just kind of started started turning. 
Um, at half, Illinois had outscored Minnesota 22 to two in the paint, and they were 11 and 0 on fast breaks. So, uh, definitely what you want from them. I know you've been preaching push the ball, push the ball, push the ball, which um, they definitely did this game a little bit more. Um, I felt like it was nice to see that Io didn't uh, have to take over a game. Um, you know, when when Kofi's scoring 33, Io doesn't have to, you know, do a whole lot. Uh, Illinois had four guys in double digits. Kofi, of course, had his 33. Io had 10 in this game, which, I mean, he, he didn't have to. You know, he didn't have to score. Frazier had 10, so it's nice to see him getting up in double digits. And Miller had 14, um, which we get Miller scoring – you know, 15 to 20 points a game. That's, that's what we need. So, um, Oh, he, uh, I was hitting the board still seven rebounds, five assists. Um, the team had 21 assists, which I, is pretty good for this Illinois team because they've, they've ran a lot of isolation, but then again, when you're pounding the ball down low and Kofi's, you know, 13 for 15, you're going to get a lot of assists off that. So um, they're still turning the ball over, which is not good. Uh, 14 turnovers. They only forced nine um, against Minnesota, which I feel like you, they, you know, if their defense is, is that good, then they should definitely be able to turn the, turn them over more than, nine times uh and then io had four of those turnovers for illinois and kofi had three curbello had two so curbello i'm okay with him two turn if he's gonna have the ball that much you know two turnovers is fine with me but io having four because he i think he's had six and four the last couple games so um adam miller's shooting threes which is nice he took nine of them this game uh, which it seems like a lot, but I, I've been big on Illinois shooting more threes. Uh, they had 19 this game rather than the 13 they had against Mizzou. And, you know, Miller, I know he went 0 for 6. I think it was the second game of the season. Um, but he went 4, four of 9, and, you know, he's going to shoot, you know, 40 to 50% from three most nights. So I'm okay with him putting up nine threes. Uh I feel like unlike Curbelo, he's, he's struggling to get around the hoop. Um, he seems to get lost in the lane, uh, tries to go up against guys that are, you know, bigger than him. Um, and, and it seems like he's more of a spot, spot up shooter or maybe just like a head fake two dribbles shot. Cause he had one of those, which was nice, but um, him and Curbelo were getting pretty close in minutes. Uh, Miller had 25 minutes. Curbelo had 22. So um, I felt like, uh, Frazier, uh, was shooting more cause I think he shot three, three shots the last game. Um, he was two for five from three. So, okay with that. And I, I like him shooting five, six a game. Um, he's still struggling once he gets inside the arc, uh, three of eight from the field, but no turnovers again. So that's back-to-back games. Frazier hasn't had turnovers, which is huge for Illinois, I think, because he was he was struggling with the ball, trying to get in the lane, do things. So, um, and you really loved his defensive effort. Who? Frazier, are you paying attention? <laughs> Who is it? Uh, <laughs> Holy smokes! <laughs> I I thought Iowa was the best defender in this game. Okay. 
for him. Mm-hmm. Robert Frazier was also very good, and we expect that with Frazier. He tweeted after the game that he loves defense, so yeah, you know, a little bit of a different tone from when he was a freshman, probably. Right, and uh, he he uh, went to Underwood apparently and said that he's tired of switching. He wants to he wants to uh, fight through screens, things like that, and he thinks that the team can handle that. So Underwood was like, "Okay, you you do that." So um, Demonte, you know, just had a had a Demonte game. Nothing crazy. Played great defense. Uh, only had two points. But eight rebounds, had three assists, had a really nice entry pass to Kofi. Um, nice little toss-up, and Kofi slammed it home. I um, feel like Georgie and Hawkins are, are kind of getting the same amount of time now. Um, Hawkins wasn't getting a lot of time. I think he ended up having uh, 12 minutes this game. Georgie played 15. And I feel like Georgie's kind of regressing again. I, don't, I, I hate to call it regressing, but um, just – He's not doing a whole lot. Uh, he had four points, five rebounds, but just just being Georgie, um, you know, putting in his time and, and doing what he does. Uh, it, I was just happy to see Hawkins played a lot. Grandison, I don't think he got off the bench until the game was out of hand. So, Good. I don't know what's going on there, but. Uh, Shouldn't be playing at all. Where's Bosman's for Doc? I don't know. What's wrong with his foot? I thought I thought he was going to get some playing time, but maybe they're still limiting him. I don't know. Did he even play in uh, in the crap minutes? What do you call him? I don't even know what you call him. So I think it was like uh, Padilla, Servan, yeah. Hamlin. So I mean, if he's not even playing, then then his foot must still be yeah acting up, right? Griffith, someone else. It's your boy. I was trying to see um, stats on it, but uh, uh, as far as uh, Missouri or Minnesota, uh, I didn't think the Illinois defense was that great. Maybe I wasn't paying attention close enough, but uh, <laughs> but Minnesota, I felt like Minnesota. I don't know if they were forced into bad shots or they just took bad shots or whatever, but um, they only shot 27, 27.5% from the field um, while Illinois is shooting 53%. So Illinois shooting the ball well, holding Minnesota to not much. Um, but, you know, struggles from the free throw line are still, still there. Uh, they got to get that fixed. I don't know how you fix that at this stage. I said last night uh, why we were doing that with uh, Andy that, you know, th- these guys are D1 basketball players. They've been shooting free throws their whole lives. Uh, so I don't, I don't know how you fix that, but uh, they held, they held your boy. How do you say his name? Booth Gotch. Booth Gotch to uh, 0 for 9 from the field. Um didn't show up, but only made one free throw. So uh, good on Illinois for for stopping him. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know. Minnesota just took some really weird shots, some really bad shots. Their offense was uh, abysmal, but it was not good. I think it was you know a mixture of Illinois' defense being good, especially with the guards defensively, mm-hmm. and then you know Minnesota's offense was terrible. I don't know what they were doing, yeah. uh, and that was like. Dockage called him out a lot, and he's an idiot, and we'll get to him. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it wasn't good for Minnesota's offense. I, 
I knew they could they I've said this like four times in the last week. This is just what Minnesota gets from playing a bad non-conference schedule. And Absolutely. now you have a team that has guards that can defend Marcus Carr and shut him down, which Illinois has done the last two years, basically. Most of Marcus Carr's points on uh, Tuesday were from the free throw line. So he yeah. didn't nobody from Minnesota did anything, honestly. No, no. I mean, it was a good game for Illinois to bounce back after that Mizzou loss. Um, like I said, the first five minutes weren't very pretty, but – um, you know, I usually take notes for all these games, and there was nine minutes left, and I just kind of stopped because it was it was out of control. Your boy Hamlin came in, threw a couple down. Um, so you know, when Hamlin comes in, it's time to just just pull back and stop taking notes. But uh, Hamlin's a stud. Yeah, uh, yeah, good good game for Illinois. Um, like I said, that's what they needed to come back. Uh, you know, they they're gonna have a tough game with Rutgers coming up. Uh, Underwood said that uh, Io arrived early to practice after the Missouri loss and told the coach that things would be just fine. So uh, Io's not worried. There's no, I mean, Mizzou game's the Mizzou game. It's over. It's Big Ten season. So it's it's all about moving forward at this point. Yeah. Um, Dan Dockich. Dan Dockich is a moron. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say he's a moron. Um, I, I am pretty sure at one time during the game that he said Kofi would have been a first-round draft pick if he would have went. I don't know where he's getting his information from. He also said uh, Iowa was a top-five pick. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe after this year Iowa might be, but he's got a, lot of, got a lot of work to do. So, probably not. Um, yeah, uh, I think Kofi just now started actually hitting, like, the top 70 uh guys come that could come out for the draft so i don't know like i said where he got his information but uh he is tough to listen to but i hear he's gonna ref uh the rutgers game so okay (laughs) whatever uh we won't even go there um yeah i thought it was kind of interesting whenever he whenever like the dude from the minnesota bench like you know was calming booth gotch down (laughs) And yeah. Doc said, you can't hug a guy when he's killing you or something. I mean, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, yeah. He he's pretty hard on him, but he, you know, he loves uh, he loves people when they're playing really good. And man, he is down on them when they're playing bad. So but. he also won't shut the hell up about Indiana, <laughs> as is uh, tradition with him. Uh huh. Twice they brought up the big men in the Big Ten, and both times he made sure to go out of his way to bring up Trace Jackson Davis of Indiana, who's fine and all that. But you know, calm down. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Was he, yeah. he didn't know he was doing the Kofi show. If if it was easier for me to talk right now, I would kill Dockage, but I just don't. I got so much spit in my throat, I can barely even get the words out. You know, whatever. Uh, are we ready to go to the preview? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right. See this. Hey, this multi-show a week is is killing you. I'm telling you. No, this is just a one-week thing. Next <laughs> week I'll be flying. We'll be good. Uh, so Rutgers is actually 36th in Haslametrics, which is behind I think uh, Maryland, who they beat, and behind Penn State, which is surprising. Very surprising. Uh, their offense has not been very good efficiency-wise. I think really the only guy that's been super efficient and scored a lot for them is Ron Harper Jr. 
They're 58th in offensive efficiency and 20 or uh, 18th in defensive efficiency. They're also third in field goal percentage allowed. So we know the Steve Peichel teams are very good defensively. So yeah, they in you know last year they had a battle in Champaign, a whopping 54 to 51. Um, and you know we talked about it last night, but Harper was held to nine in that game. Uh, Geo Baker was out which Geo Baker has only played two games this year. Uh, he cut all his hair off, which I, I didn't even recognize him on the court the other night, but that's I, whatever. Anywho, uh, and then, you know, Illinois went into uh, the rack and got beat by 15. Without um, Io. Without Io, of course, but then Harper scored 27. So it's going to be a close game until the end. It was. Um, and, and Illinois' uh, leading scorer in that game was our boy Alan Griffin, who uh, Bayheim is learning isn't the, the most uh, coachable guy. But I'm anyhow. shocked to hear that. <laughs> um, but yeah, Harper, Harper is, is kind of the guy they need to stop. Uh, I, I was surprised last night when we were talking to Andy. Uh, He's shooting 50% from three. So I always complain that Illinois doesn't close out well enough on three-point shooters. They're going to have to do that against him. He scored uh, 27 against Maryland. He scored 26 against Syracuse. So he is rolling this year. Um, he's averaging 23 a game plus seven rebounds. Yeah. Uh, and he's been doing that mostly being the number one guy offensively. And I'm assuming for the next few weeks he'll still be that. I don't think Geo Baker is going to be, you know, running the offense as much as he usually does until they – I think they're kind of easing him back in. Yeah. Uh, and then you look at other guys. Jacob Young is a big-time uh, glue guy, uh, very good defensive guard, averaging 15 a, um, 15 a game this year and six assists. He's been very good. Yeah, um, and he's stepped up a lot since geo has been out, so – Pretty much all their guards have. I mean, Montez Mathis is another one, averaging 13 points and four rebounds. And then uh, Miles Johnson, who doesn't start, I guess Cliff Omaruye starts, yeah, uh, who's a freshman. But Miles Johnson does play a lot of minutes, and he averages, you know, eight points and nine rebounds. So, and he's, yeah. too, he's big. And it seems like those two guys uh, kind of sh share, you know, time. But they're both 6'11". Uh, 250 so it's gonna be a lot different than you know Kofi getting the ball fed against I don't know how, how much you think Robbins weighs about buck 80 soaking wet I think it's 230 not not close to uh, but but Kofi's what 285 with a six yeah. pack so um, a little bit different body size uh, but yeah I, I think that he's gonna get challenged more uh, it's gonna depend on the refs, of course, it always seems to come down to that with Kofi and how much – I'm not going to say he can get away with, but how aggressive he can be in the paint um, and, and then how he can play on the defensive end. So uh, Underwood has complained about how Kofi is getting, you know, called – get calls um, not in his favor because of his size. So uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, how that matchup works. Rutgers is one of the hardest matchups for Illinois, I think. Um, they're a team that can shoot and defend, which who else in the Big Ten can do it like them? Like, Iowa can yeah. shoot. Can they defend? Not really. Right. Rutgers can shoot, and they can defend. Yeah, and, I mean, they really didn't lose – you know, from last year, they didn't really lose anybody, did they? Um, 
I mean, not they didn't lose any of the big ones. Yeah, so. any of the ones that yeah. So I don't remember. Uh, yeah, and they I mean Maryland's not good, but they they handily beat Maryland. Uh, Maryland, Maryland has some veteran leaders. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say they're not as good as maybe last year. Yeah, last they year. lost their two best players, right? But they still have you know Aaron Wiggins and Ayala and mm-hmm. a couple guys there. But yeah, they're not very good. Uh, it, it, this is gonna be a dogfight. It's gonna be hard for Illinois to score. The projected line that I would say, I'm assuming Geo Baker will start this game, even though he didn't start the last game. Mm-hmm. I think he'll start this game. If he doesn't, it'll probably be uh, Mulcahy, Mulcahy or whatever his name is. I don't know the white guy with the headband. Um, <laughs> Jacob Young, 6'2", 185 guard. Montez Mathis, 6'4", 210. Ron Harper Jr., 6'6", 245. Geo Baker, 6'4", 195. And Cliff Omarouye, who is 6'11", 240, a freshman there. So they have Mulcahy coming off the bench as well as uh, Miles Johnson. But this is, is going to be a hard lineup uh, for Illinois to defend. And uh, I don't know who's going to handle Harper. It's going to be a really hard matchup, you know, because he's got – He's 6'6", he can shoot, he's been efficient, uh, he weighs 245 pounds, which is a little different than what Io is. I don't think yeah. Io is 6'6", 245. But what do you think? Like His, his body size reminds me a lot of Vital from Baylor. Yeah, except, you know, Harper Jr. has a lot yeah. more skill. Skills, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that you probably put – Io on him and then put DeMonte on Geo Baker. Is that what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think if uh, Young will probably be up against Frazier and then Mathis yeah. against Miller, probably. Yeah. And then you look at the other guys that come off the bench, Mulcahy. I mean, what's he going to do to you, really? Honestly, I don't really think he does very much, except probably plays hard. So, yeah. 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 I think Kofi's going to have a big matchup against Omari and uh, Johnson. And then I think Georgie can handle, you know, his – I think he can handle it enough to not let the – like ruin the game. Because I think last year the Rutgers game was the one where Georgie had a really bad, like, inbound player or whatever the hell that was that, like, ruined the game when it was close. Yeah. And then Rutgers pulled away. I don't remember exactly what that was, but I think that was one of the games where that happened. Yeah. And um, I talked about uh, – Kofi's rebounding. Um, you have here that he had 17 against Rutgers last year. Uh, so I, it'd be nice to see him. It, hopefully his hands are still working. Um, hopefully, you know, he doesn't, doesn't struggle uh, catching the ball this game. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a defense-heavy defense, defense heavy game. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, Rutgers is 5-0. and They're 1-0 and in the Big Ten. I don't know why I didn't write down who they played. That was kind of stupid. I'll, I'll figure that out now. Um, <laughs> so they haven't lost yet. I like that. I think it's good when you're like Minnesota, you're playing a team that is undefeated. Something's yeah. got to give, right? They play Ohio State after this, then Purdue. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you look at their schedule, they beat Syracuse 79-69. That was a Syracuse team without Buddy Beheim, who's pretty much their best scorer. Uh, and they beat them by 10. They beat Maryland uh, by 14, 74-60. They beat Hofstra by 14, 70, 56. They beat Fairleigh Dickinson, uh, 96, 75. And then they beat Sacred Heart, 86, 63. So really, Syracuse is a bit of a challenge. They're an unranked team. Uh, Maryland's an okay Big Ten team, pretty middle of the road. Um, I don't even know if Maryland's better than Minnesota by much, if they are. 
Uh, so Rutgers, this is the first ranked opponent Rutgers is facing. So should be interesting. Uh, Prediction-wise, what do you got? Um, as of right now, I'm sticking with my early season <laughs> predictions. Um, I did have Illinois losing this game. Uh, I, I am hoping I'm wrong, but I'm going to take uh, Rutgers in this game, 75-68. You will be wrong. Uh, I'm going to take I'm Illinois, 63-60. Uh -huh. A little bit more low scoring. Uh, I like playing undefeated teams, you know. Um, I like yeah. that they're 5-0 and and they didn't have a big letdown in non-conference. Uh, Steve Peichel, I think he met with the media today, was just talking about how great this Illinois team is. So, you know, he knows. He knows the deal. He's a good coach. I'd, I'd talk him up so, so if you beat him, you look really good. Yeah, know? I'd rather have he him knows. than Underwood, but whatever. Yeah. Um, he said that, you know, Illinois is a well-coached team, which is debatable. Um, yeah. He loves Frazier. He says they have two national player of the year caliber guys in Io and Kofi. Uh, so, yeah, he thinks that, you know, Illinois is a good club. So, there you go. I think Peichel is probably one of the better coaches in the Big Ten right now, honestly. I mean, if you look at, you know, Izzo, and then that – it's open for debate after that. I mean – Sure. Peichel's one of the best, I think. Uh, look at what he's built at Rutgers. He's brought in great recruits. He's coached well. They play hard defense. So, yeah. it's a big matchup for the Illini. This is one of the harder ones they're going to have early in the Big Ten. Uh, let's go to the next one. We won't be doing an episode till after this episode. Or what? We won't be doing an episode until <laughs> after this game uh -huh. on the 23rd against Penn State. I don't know when we're going to do the episode. I don't uh, know. Yeah, Christmas Day probably. Yeah, because then the next day we have the watch party <laughs> for the Indiana game. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this game is Wednesday the 23rd at 5.30 p.m. Uh, I don't think there's a TV network for this one yet, but the TV network uh, for – the Rutgers game is ESPN2, so hopefully Dockage isn't doing it, but he probably will be. <laughs> I'm assuming this game will probably be on Big Ten Network, even though it doesn't say yet. Uh, Penn State is 27th in Haslametrics, which is surprising. That's better than Rutgers, which I don't understand. Uh, they're 20th in offensive efficiency, so their offense has been good. Uh, they have, they've had a little bit of a hard schedule, I guess. Uh, they're 36th in defensive efficiency, and they are 15th in free throw shooting percentage. So... That's not good for Illinois. Team that can shoot free throws. Shoot free throws. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen Penn State play yet, so I well, don't have a lot of information on them. They did lose Lamar Stevens, who is their best player last year. Um, yeah. And you also have the fact that um, the last time these two played each other was the big game where Iowa came back and they won – uh, in their building at Penn yeah. State. So, you know, you look at their – they have a lot of guys that have stepped up that were more so bench players last year or got less minutes last year, and they've come into their roles well. I mean, you look at Seth Lundy, 6'6", uh, sophomore forward. He's averaging 14 points a game on 44% shooting. You have 6'4", uh, guard Isaiah Brockington, who averages 14 and 5. Um, and then, you know, perfect matchup for Frazier, I think, is six-foot guard Sam Sessoms. We averaged 11 a game. And then a guy that was there last year, their second leading scorer, uh, Myron Jones. He's kind of struggled a little bit. Um, he's averaging 11 points per game on 31% shooting. Last year he averaged 13 a game on 44%. So mm -hmm. eventually he's going to pick it up. And then you have uh, their leading rebounder is John Harhar, or however you say that, <laughs> averaging seven 
for a game, and I won't say the other thing that I wrote in this doc out loud on this podcast. But uh, so yeah, it's an interesting team. I think this one, size wise, is uh, a good matchup for Illinois. If you look at their starting five or the guys that they've been starting, yeah, um, their schedule. They're three and two. They're zero and one in the Big Ten. They beat uh, VMI, aka the Virginia Military Institute, by twenty one. They beat VCU, who's not really that good overall, by three. Uh, they lost to Seton Hall. Seton Hall's down this year a little bit. I mean, they lost uh, Miles Powell. So they beat. Uh, they lost to them in overtime, 98-92. They did have a big win uh, against Virginia Tech, who was ranked 15th at the time. They're no longer ranked, even though they beat Clemson, who was number 24 yesterday. Um, they beat uh, Virginia Tech by 20. They lost their first game of the Big Ten to Michigan by four. So they played Michigan tough, held Michigan to 62 points. So Penn State's not a team to sleep on. They're not. Yeah, they're not terrible. Um, I that Michigan game was uh, Sunday, I believe, and so and then Illinois is their next game. So they have 10 days off um, until this game. So it'll be interesting to see how ready they are. Usually that big a layoff is, is more of a hindrance than it is a help, I think. Um, so that could be good news for Illinois. Um, I think Illinois is going to, going to be all right against Penn state. Um, again, who knows if, if the Illinois team that played Missouri comes out, uh, and, and they don't play defense, but hopefully the Rutgers game gets them ready for that. Um, and, and playing a team like Rutgers and then going to play Penn State, I think is going to help a lot more than, you know, Penn State played Michigan waiting 10 days and then they got to play Illinois. So uh, I think that this this could could be, should be an uh, easy win. I don't know if it's going to be like a Minnesota win, but uh, definitely see them winning this game. Uh, Penn State's projected lineup, Jamari Wheeler, a 6'1", 170 guard. Uh, Isaiah Brockington, 6'4", 200. Myron Jones, 6'3", 180. Seth Lundy, 6'6", 219. And John Harhar, 6'9", 240. So, pretty small lineup. Uh, yeah. Illinois should have no problems with matchups. In this one, uh, I think, you know. It might you be throw, another pounded to Kofi night. It could be. Um, I could actually see that He's, happening. Do you think Kofi stays that consistent, though? No. I mean, I mean, not scoring thirty-three points, just that consistent around the rim. Like no. I was, I was so surprised with how well he looked around the rim. Um, he hasn't looked like that ever. <laughs> I think it was the arm sleeve. Yeah, he had the left it, arm it, sleeve on for the first yeah. time this season. That could have been maybe he had some like stick him on there, and he was rubbing it. Probably not, but you know. <laughs> okay. We don't want to get anybody in trouble. Um, I tried. I tried. Predictions. What do you got for this one? Um, I got Illinois winning this game. Like I said, uh, I think that they'll win it, win it uh, non-sweatingly. Uh, I, I don't want to sweat during this game, Illinois. Uh, Illinois 85, Penn State 73. I'm gonna go I, just, I pretty similar. much just stole it from you. So Exactly. Uh, but tell the fans how I stole it from you. I won't do that. Uh, 83-74 is my prediction for Illinois. So I have them winning these next two games, which would put them at a 7-2, and two, right? Mm-hmm. And a 3-0 starting the Big Ten doesn't sound too bad. But uh, we'll be, be back fantastic. next Friday, I guess, which I think is Christmas Day, right? Is that how that works? Yeah. Um, I guess we'll do something that day. We'll try to do win. something that day. Uh, Maybe once Thursday. Can we do it Thursday? I mean, I could do anything. I don't have anything any going on Christmas Eve, so. 
Yeah, we could do that. Uh, and then on the 26th, we'll have the Tuesday watch party Thursday. against Indiana. Uh, it's a 3 o'clock Central Standard Time game also. I just have to acknowledge Jajoma. A lot of comments here from Jajoma. Jajoma's in the chat again? Just a bunch of random stuff. I mean, saying, I love Jajoma. Saying that you were getting distracted. Like, have you seen me this entire episode? Ethan uh, <laughs> hasn't even been paying attention. I'm trying to put my new controller together. I'm sorry, guys. It's been a long day. Ethan's got a sore throat. Um, so this might not have been the best podcast we've ever done. But, it's only 36 minutes. But we got it out there for you guys. Um, and there wasn't that much to say about the game yeah. on the, Tuesday. And the game, yeah, the game was a blowout. It wasn't wasn't much, you know. It, the team looked good, and we just got to hope, you know. It, it's a lot easier to have longer podcasts when you sit there and criticize the team, but there wasn't a lot of things to criticize. Free throw shooting, turnovers. Um, they they If they can shoot free throws better and they can, you know, limit their turnovers to, I think they're averaging 15 a game. They can limit it to, you know, I'm going to say eight to 10. Um, They're going to, they're going to play pretty well in the big 10 this year. So. I think that's a safe bet. I'm sure we'll have something to complain about next uh, Thursday. But uh, yeah, we'll uh, do the two reviews of those games. We'll preview the Indiana game, which will be a watch party on the 26th. And then they have a little bit of a break, and then I think it's Purdue to start the new year. And the January schedule is very hard, so we'll get into that, all that and more uh, next Thursday. And hopefully you rate, like, subscribe to the podcast, all that good stuff. And we'll see you next Thursday, seven days. Hopefully Illinois takes care of business. Go every day. So, all right. That's it. I've seen enough. (laughs) Cut him off.